episode of Mill Spouse Moguls with Military Spouse. I am your host, Moni Jefferson, and today we have Chriselle Fernandez. I am so excited to sit down and talk to her because not only have I heard really great things about her uh, company, but also I am a fan. So let's just jump right in. Chriselle, tell us a little bit more about, tell it first of all, for those of you that, for those of us that don't know who you are and what you do, let's just get started there. Okay. Um, well, I am a proud military spouse. Um, I was actually born in the Philippines. My dad joined the army before I was born. So I grew up a military brat. I um, moved to Arizona for college for design school. And several years later, I met my husband while he was stationed there at Luke Air Force Base. And we are now currently at uh, Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma City. Um, I went to school for graphic design. I've always had great design careers. About um, seven years ago, I transitioned over to become a usability analyst. So now my daily duties is I focus on customer experience, um, lots of research, data, user testing. And I realized that I really missed the daily creative aspect of my job. Um, I was already making personalized things for us. My name is so unique, Chrishell. My husband's actually Hawaiian, his name's Kamanu. So you would never find like a pen or a mini license plate with our names on it at the store. So I was already making stuff for us, um, personalized gifts for family and friends. And then uh, a friend of mine had told me about this new laser machine called a Glowforge. This was about six, seven years ago now. So we purchased one. And originally we started with making simple things like frames and signs and um, engraved cutting boards. Um, and at the time we were kind of the first um, in our area to have one of those machines. Um, so for the first two years we were on social media, but honestly about the first two years, our business kind of grew just from word of mouth from family and friends um, in our local community. Um, we're very fortunate that we live in an area where people just love personalized gifts. Um, so we grew from having that one laser machine to three, and now we have a fourth one on our way, on its way, and we still work out of our home. Wow. First of all, so you're still working, are you, you're working full time and doing that? Um, yes. Yes. Girl. Okay. So that's, so first of all, it says so much about creativity and being able to kind of work in your purpose of passion. So I know a lot of spouses, especially in our community that have, that do that, like they'll have a full-time job or something that they do part-time, but really their heart is in this passion that you do. Um, so first of all, tell us the name of your business again. It's Sweet Pineapple Shop. Um, okay. Show us I have a pineapple back there. I have my pineapple mug. Um, it's just, I've, I've just always loved pineapples even before I met my husband. I love everything tropical. Um, so naturally it was just like, I wanted pineapple in my name and it, yeah. it's crazy because, um, I've connected with our customers so much and I have pineapple, everything on our page, even as like promo graphics, I'll have a pineapple on it. It's come to the point where we have customers in other States that I've never met or talked to in person. And they'll message me pictures of pineapple things that they see that they think are just cute. And they're like, Hey, this reminded me of you. So definitely done well with my pineapple brand I think. yeah it's become like a mark yeah, yeah. No, like people know you by that which is so exciting yeah um, so tell us you were talking a minute ago because uh, you already shared a little bit why 
you were inspired to start this business. And I have a question. Does your husband work with you? Because you were saying your husband a couple of times you mentioned, does he help you with some of it? He does. Um, of course, he's active duty. So as you guys know, they're, they're yeah. not slut. Um, he's actually gone right now. Um, so he, he does help me when he is here. Um, he does a lot of our bigger projects. We do a lot of rustic flags and just things that are physically bigger in general. He'll help me. We have a lot of saws and things in the garage that I don't really like to touch. Um, but yes, he does help me when he's here. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, so I'm a service-based business and my husband's always helping me. I'm like asking for ideas and he's always saying, well, when am I going to get paid? <laughs> and I'm like, you are getting paid. Like I have business, we have paycheck coming in. You're yeah. getting paid. So he's always joking with me and saying like, when am I going to get my cut for this idea or for this name or for this project? And so um, I'm sure you guys have a lot of banter and my husband doesn't work in my company. He helps me like the day to day. And of course, you know, problem solving things like that. Yeah. He's always asking me, I don't know if your husband jokes around with any of that, like, you know, when am I going to get my employment benefits or um, He does, he does. And then when it comes to ideas, because I'm the designer, I've always been the designer. So, you know, he'll, he'll throw some ideas at me. And then sometimes I'm just like, oh, that's, that's cute. Okay. We'll leave that there. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll add that to the idea box. <laughs> But because you don't want to crush them. You're like, so thank you so much for helping. And in your mind, you're thinking like that wouldn't work. And there's like 10 other reasons why it wouldn't work, but you don't feel like explaining it. So you're yes, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So you, so you talked a little bit about social media and how um, you, you know, in two years, you just got so busy that kind of social media, if I, kind of interpret it the way you said it was kind of became like put on the back burner. Tell us what social media platforms have been most effective for your business and how you tailor your content to each platform. Because when we're talking about selling our product or service, usually word of mouth right now is where people are going to buy their products or services. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about the social media platforms you have found with your specific product and expertise that has worked well for you. Um, Facebook has worked um, the best for us. There's just so many people on there. Um, it's just so easy to tag and share our business, whether it's our page or just a single post. Um, so I, I'd say Facebook is the majority of our business. Um, Instagram comes next. Um, we have, most of our customers are on both Facebook and Instagram, but I've found that we have just a handful that are on one or the other. Um, we're a little late to the game with TikTok, but I did start that last year. Um, for now, I've just been cross-posting um, the same pictures or posts um, with all of them um, or videos. I do post Instagram stories, um, and then I'll just share those to Facebook because we just most of our people are on Facebook. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of it, too. I think what you're saying is like my people are here. I feel like society pressures and business pressures, especially for spouses just starting out. You yeah. know, what is some advice you can give them on that? Like I always tell spouses, like you don't have to be everywhere. Figure out what works really well for you. And you're not giving into like I have to be on Pinterest and Instagram and Twitter, yes. and Facebook, yes. like. You know, I'm sure at one point you had to like, maybe you were on multiple platforms and maybe you pulled back or did you always just kind of follow your gut and intuition and, and listen to where your customers were? 
we did actually have well we still do we have twitter but i i was never really a twitter person um so i was kind of cheating i was just automatically sharing our posts from instagram to twitter um we also had pinterest but um i don't know we just we didn't get a lot of traffic from there and it just didn't make sense to me to just keep pursuing those things um because most of our customers are on facebook so i just kind of tailored to that um yeah. it's just so easy for me to keep track of them on there mm -hmm. um, i don't know and and you're right i mean there's just so much pressure from you know just social media like people just think you have to be on there all the time all day every day and it to me it's like that was stressful for me yeah. it just yeah. didn't work especially you know with I work full time and I'm a I'm a mom. I have kids in sports and my husband's gone. And so when I stepped back and really thought like this is what society is saying, that in order to be successful, you have to do this all the time every day. But that didn't work for me. So really it's just you need to figure out what works for you and just go from there. Yeah, so I love that. I just, you know, I I still work full time. This is a side hustle, even though it feels time like a full time business. So I really had to work hard on time management and just set time aside um, different parts of the day to read messages or respond to comments. Because before that, I found I was doing it throughout the day. And then I went through this rabbit hole of, oh, I'm just going to respond to this person and then I'm going to check on that. And hours mm -hmm. later, it's like, gosh, where did the time go? I didn't do anything productive. And it was just like trial and error for us finding the sweet spot of when to post things. Um, I really figured out um, a lot of moms are our customers. Um, mm -hmm. So I found that fo uh, posting in the evenings during the weekdays works best. Um, and then early weekend mornings. So just trial and error over the last four or five years, I figured out what works for our pages and what doesn't. I, I love that you said, you know, you listen, you have your intuition, you're not going to give in to those pressures. A lot of spouses that are just starting your business or even spouses right now that are feeling overwhelmed, social media is a huge time set. Like you said, like you will go down this rabbit and be like, oh, I got to do this and I got to do this. Oh, and this person. Oh, let me check out this page or oh, let me watch this person. Like You get into this whole rabbit hole. Um, how are you managing the time? Do you decide, do you, do you schedule learners? Like, how are you making that fit into your day? I have reminders. Because you did mention, like, in the beginning, you're just doing, like, whenever throughout the day. Like, as soon as you get that alert, you're like, oh, respond. You know what I mean? Because you yeah. feel like you have to respond right away. Yeah. I I started, I started several years ago now. Um, I put reminders on my, like, calendar reminders on my phone. Like, it's time to check messages or time to check email. And then... Um, sometimes when I remember, I'll set a timer and it's like when the timer goes off, okay, stop. You need to move on to the next thing or whatever. But sometimes it's hard, but um, just having those alerts and reminders pops up um, helps me. Otherwise, you're right. I will sit there and scroll and find other things and respond. And yeah, it turns into a mess. It happens to all of us. It happens to all of us. Don't feel girl. It happens to me. At, I look at the phone. I'm like, oh, it's 1232. I probably go to bed, you know, because you go down this rabbit hole of, oh, that's a great idea. So you're doing so many different things on social. You're selling your product. 
if you see something, you're like, oh, I could do something similar. So now you're doing product research. Then you find something else. You're like, oh, maybe let me pitch this person. So now you're thinking of pitching. So there's all these things. And then if your friend posts a picture of a doggy, you're like, oh, cute dog. You know, you want to like be engaged so much. The yeah. tips, those um, time blocking tips and reminders are huge. I use those um, in my day to day as well. And it's usually like in the afternoon early in the morning when I'm having my coffee for like 10 minutes. I'm like, while I'm having my coffee and when I'm done, I shut it off. And then in the afternoon, I'll do something for like 10 minutes if I have time. And then in the evenings, I think we cannot allow social media to take over all of our stuff because you're thinking of billable and workable hours and bandwidth, like you said, because you have to either be creating or making money. So mm -hmm. I love that you, that you said that. Tell us a little bit about how you're measuring um, social media campaigns and the metrics that you use to track them. Because when spouses are first starting their business, we're, they are told, and we are all told, and anybody in business like, post on social media. But if you don't know why you're posting, then the post is irrelevant. If there's no call to action, or if you're not figuring out or tracking metrics. So share with us like what metrics are, what works for you and how you're tracking them for a spouse who wants to learn more about that. Honestly, we are still using the internal tools and insights that each platform uses, um, like Meta Business Suite, um, your engagement. That's just, it's, it's worked for us. Um, and I think as a new spouse just starting out on social media, use those internal tools on those platforms because they're free and they're there. Um, I, I am researching other things. I've looked into Hootsuite and Sprout Social. Um, so if you have recommendations, that would be great. But yeah, I, I would say as you know, someone just starting out, use the tools that are already built in to your platforms. They're there and they're free and they're connected to your stuff automatically. Yeah, I was going to say free is a big one for spouses first starting out. Like, you do not have to pay for this huge platform that grabs all these different analytics unless your job is to create analytics with whatever you're doing with your social. And I love that you said the um, like the meta business suite because it grabs Instagram and Facebook metrics really well, exactly. creates reports. And in that, you found when you're spouses or when your clients are online and you said in the evening moms have time to check their social in peace in the evening so that's really smart too to know hey my audience are moms and they're busy during the day so i know i need to share my information or my content in the evenings but i really love that um i use agora pulse but we actually have we have we use other we use more platforms but we're also targeting different clients right so you're targeting b2b for Facebook and Instagram, but we're also targeting our B2C, but we're targeting B2B on LinkedIn for partnerships and sponsorships. So the different platforms, depending on how you show up, you may need to be on them. And then use those tools in those platforms to measure it. And then um, do like a monthly um, audit. Mm -hmm. how everything you know once you get that report like we're what showed up like social media posted well well this post didn't do well but a photo with me a post with me in it did really well so people want to know more about me so those are we we do the same thing it's all trial and error finding out when people are on social we're posting a lot early in the morning lately like 6 30 7 a.m because i find that people are on social during that time like after eight o'clock they're busy mm -hmm. so that's such great advice. 
Tell me one tip uh, when it comes to social media, one tip that you would give them to avoid when they're using social media. I would say not posting at all. Um, algorithms are always changing. Um, you just, you need to, I know you can't post something all the time every day, but even something as simple as um, a funny picture or a, a motivational post or a, a personal picture of yourself, it just lets people know that you're still there um, and it keeps your page active. Um, I, you mentioned um, personal, so I've found that posts that we do with personal pictures um, have higher, they do have higher engagement because people like to see that you're real. Uh, everyone who knows me comes to our page and knows I love pineapples. Um, and it's, there's just been this connection. Um, so I think one reason why we're so successful is that because we have been able to connect with a lot of our customers on a personal level, um, they just, they want to know that you're real. Um, also just make a dedicated post to thank your customers. Um, you're the, they're the reason why you're in business. Um, so you want to remind them that you're you're thankful for them and that you appreciate them. So for us, a lot of personal posts that I post of, of me and my family or just the simple thank you posts have just gotten really good engagement. Yeah, and we when we're first starting a business, we're told to get a logo. I remember I posted about this. I, I spent $500 on a logo when I first started. When I first started, because back in 2014, that was the thing to do to have a logo. And that showed that you were a professional. And I don't even use that logo anymore. <laughs> it is it is true. I don't even use it. So when spouses come and they're starting a business and they're like, hey, I'm looking for a logo design. I'm like, please go to Canva. Please don't pay anybody to do a logo. Just use your initials and keep it moving. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like you said, people want to feel a connection. Mm -hmm. And that connection is through photos through shared experience, through meaning of why you created your product or service, and that will keep them coming back. So if you are listening to this and you're gonna go create a logo, do not create one. Do not pay somebody. And if you do create one, just use Canva. It is absolutely free. And share more about yourself. Uh, you know, when we're starting a business, especially nowadays, we're so inundated with social media and people selling that when you're just having a thank you post, people stop, you know, because it's like, oh, there's no link in this. It's just a, a thank you. Yeah. And I really love, I really love that. And I, I think a lot of people could do that. Um, consistency is key, showing up. Mm -hmm. Even if you just have it like once a week, like you said, just have something going out there. One of the things that, and I'm sure you've experienced this where you don't see a business for a while and then all of a sudden they pop up and they're like, buy this. And I'm like, yeah, what? bit for eight months. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's you know that that was the other thing is that don't just post products yeah. all the time. Like it goes back to the realness factor. They want to make sure that you're real. And the whole if you can't post every day, at least post something. I actually went to a page the other day that I bought something from them like a few years ago, and I needed something else. And I went to their page, and their last post was from like 2021. So I thought I wonder if they're still in business. So I reached out and they are. And I'm like, maybe you should post something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because to me, it's like you might be out of business right now. Yeah, so. you're right. And it's relevancy and consistency. Mm -hmm. 
just coming up with a quick schedule. One of the things that I love to use and I started using early, earlier in my first start at my business, my public relations business was um, just having a theme for each day mm-hmm. or every other day and then just posting about that and sitting down and creating for about about our products behind the scenes about my why and things like that. And so those are really great strategies to if you take them and you actually sit down and do them, you're good for a whole month. You know, even if you just create 15 or 10 social media posts and it's not all selling and it's not promotion, but it's sharing the journey of why you started. And I feel like that really resonates with people with like what you said, they really appreciate that. Mm So I want to talk a little bit more about what inspired you um, to start your business or like what specifically around your passion, your visual, your, um, you already shared your designer. Um, how did you grow your business around social media and your passion? Like, how did you do that? How did it explode? Like you said. Well, um, so personalized gifts is our business. Um, So I always, like I said, you know, our names are so unique. We could never find anything with our names on it. So I've always focused on making things unique and special for our customers. Um, I love, love, love doing photo engravings and handwritten recipes. They always have um, a unique story with them. They've been the best sellers for us. And people truly appreciate um, just the thought and care that we put into those things that just mean so much to them so it's just for me it's just connecting with people and being able to produce these personalized gifts that mean so much to them it's turned into you know a handwritten recipe of someone's um, grandmother's favorite recipe like one customer bought one and then their entire family bought more it's just it's growing through that um just people, people understand the passion that I have in things that I create. Um, and that just, that just motivates me. I love it. I love connecting with people. I love creating these special gifts. And it just, it turns into this domino effect. Yeah. And, you know, I have a lot of customers that I, I've never met that are in other states. And I've done one thing for a family member. And then it's trickled down to several of their family members. Oh. Um, so it's just, I don't know. It's just a legacy. You're leaving, you're building a legacy and you're creating this very unique relationship with people through a cared for product or common interest of something that means so much to them. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that you talked about the handwritten. I I didn't even think about anything like that. Wow. That is that a good seller of yours, like the handwritten ones? Um, Especially around Mother's Day and Christmas. Um, I'd say most of our, like we do a lot of ornaments and stuff during Christmas, but our top biggest thing is handwritten recipes. And we've also started, instead of just putting them on cutting boards, I'll put them on big um, signs. Oh, wow. And um, as far as photo engravings, I also started, um, it's always, obviously it's always awful when someone dies, um, but a couple of years ago, I had a customer say, like, you know, I just I have this voice now from my dad and I just I want to capture it somewhere where it's it's easy to just listen to. So I figured out to do a photo engraving and I I took her um, dad's voicemail and I added it to a QR code to this photo engraving. So now every time she walks by, she can scan it with her phone and she can hear her dad's voicemail. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we are not supposed to cry. Oh my gosh. What are you? Yeah, it's it's just been wonderful. I mean, social media, it's you know, it's being social, it's connecting with people. Um, you want to connect them to, to you and to your brand. Um, so on social, it's like there's just so much, there's so much negativity on social media. Um, and you just you just want to have your customers have a good experience with you. Right, right. Be yourself, be kind, be helpful, just be positive and uplifting and so I, yeah, photo engravings are my favorite. Wow, that is a story. I love that. Um, tell us more about how you hope to inspire other military spouses to use social media to grow their business. I'd say just, I, I just want to let people know, like, don't be scared. Just get started. Like you said, don't focus so much on having a logo. There's just you have all these things that say this is what you have to do, but you really have to figure out what works for you. But the important thing is to just get started. Mm -hmm. um, you can spend so much time um, trying to make things perfect when really you just need to get started. You have this product or this service that you want to share. Just do it. And then you can fine tune things along the way. Um, and don't be afraid to ask for help. I'm a designer, but I have a lot of design friends that I refer to. So, in, and just, you know, just know that you don't have to do it all on your own. Like I said, my husband's gone all the time, but we don't have immediate family or friends here, but we have a lot of neighbors and friends that have just really become like family to us. So to me, it's like, you just, just get started. Just know that you can get started and yeah. you don't have to be alone. Yeah. And, and we do talk about that a lot, right? Perfection. People are waiting for the whole website to be built out and this to be done and that to be done. And blah. I'm like, listen, just put the landing page up with the link, you know, just somewhere to send people. And once you, it's like putting your best foot forward. Like as soon as you take that one step, it almost gives you that gravitational push to get to the next thing and then do the next thing and the next thing. Cause if not so many of those things that you want to do to create this perfect business that by the way is going to change we're going to pivot name we're going to pivot mission or maybe the, what you're creating is going to pivot through time or the services that you offer and so just being very open to that and i love that you said ask for help mm -hmm. community is key like having designers in your area that do something similar who are designers to look at your work mm -hmm. and like hey they have my best interest at heart they want to see me win that is that's really everything because it's so lonely building a business as yes. first of all it's lonely in general to build a business that's <laughs> military spouse that you move so you, you don't even have community yet so having that virtual tribe community to bounce ideas or share things with or if you have issues you can say hey i'm trying to do this have you done this or do you have any suggestions that is so important in growing a business and I'm, I'm laughing you mentioned website because I will be honest, I'm horrible at that because we've been in business for a little over five years and my website is still not done. I work full time, guys, but <laughs> we've obviously still made it through. That's yeah. why I say that Facebook has been so great to us because, you know, people order from us through Facebook. So I, it's, it works. Yeah. I, I'd say my website is 95% done. I do have a landing page. It said it's under construction in the last five years. I'm horrible, I know, but it's almost done. How many years have you been in business? Um, yeah, it's been it's 
been a little over five years. And have you you've moved? Have you moved product? And have you moved these machines? Uh, yeah. Have we moved like physically, or yeah, like have you moved physically and had to move all your products or your machines? Yeah. Kind of. We moved down the street. We have okay. not PCS. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And actually, that I guess that's a, a success story on its own. Is um, we moved. We bought a new house because we needed more room for our business. Um, yeah. In our old house, my husband and I were sharing our home office, and it was awful because um, we were stepping on each other. And we were fortunate that we found um, a house just a mile north of us that had the space that we needed. So we have moved just up the street. Yeah. So you haven't PCS your equipment yet or anything like that because I was going to ask like what what are some tips for that because that can be a headache yeah as well I would say um for us um for very expensive equipment like that we actually did move it our ourselves like in our own personal vehicles um we have a huge laser machine in the garage that needed to be on a trailer but we did not um use the movers for that um it was us and our close friends that moved. Yeah. So I'm sorry for PCSing. I don't have any advice other Not than yet. if you can fit it in your car, then take it. Yeah. And I was going to say, it's probably really heavy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like over your, your weight limit, but also it might be cheaper to still have it be over the weight limit versus if you hire somebody or ship it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wow, that's really that's that's crazy. Well, and congratulations. Like that's so that speaks to the evolution of your passion project that you started, that you evolved without a completely finished website using only Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. I mean, you know, it really speaks to hey, just use social media and be honest and authentic and make it an intimate conversation between you and the people that you serve. Mm -hmm. And I really love that. And I feel like that is a lot of what people need to gravitate towards instead of, Hey, I see this person doing X, Y, and Z. Well, maybe that works for them, but that might not work for right. you. And, and, and being niche is okay. And only serving people who like pineapples is fine. You know, if like, you know what I mean? Like that is, it's okay. It's unique. It's original. And you know, your client base, you understand them, you know how to speak to them, you know how to connect with them. And that's so important. So let's talk a little bit about how the military community support, um, how they can support and promote entrepreneur efforts with amongst military spouses. So we have our own military spouse community and we're always supporting each other, like comment, like referrals. Like I know for us, we do that all the time, but how can, how do you think the military community in general can support? Um, really exactly what you said. Um, you don't always have to buy something. Yeah. There's always this like, oh, if I want to help my friend, I have to buy something. You, you don't, you just, you share about your friend's business. You tag them, talk about them, refer them that, I mean, that's the easiest way. And it's, it's the cheapest way. Yeah. It's free. It's free. And exactly. 15 seconds. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, big, find your, your local military wives groups um, yeah. and post on there. It doesn't just have to be a generic Facebook group. I mean, er, I'm, I'm assuming that every military installation has its own group of pages. I know here at Tinker, there's actually several, several mm -hmm. pages. 
I know a lot of them are filled with just gossip, but <laughs> some of them, some of them are really good for, for your business. And we're lucky also because the, the neighborhood that we just moved from, there are so many military families there. And, you know, never be afraid to just to say, hey, I'm a, you know, I'm a mill spouse looking to grow my business. And it like, don't be afraid to do that. I love that. I love that. That's a whole post. It's yes. like, I'm a mill spouse and I'm looking to grow my business. This is how you can help me. Share. Yeah. Yeah. I have um, sorority sisters that are not military at all. And they know that at the Association of Military Spouse Entrepreneurs, we only serve military spouses, but they share my stuff anyway. Mm -hmm. And that like, it's almost as good as a purchase. Like you're like, yes, thank you. You know, you just, thank you so much because you don't know who in their audience would yeah, need a product exactly. or something. We've got power. We've gotten a lot of customers um, just from our friends sharing. Um, like, actually, just happened last week. I had a, I made some um, pins for um, graduation lace for a friend, and she posted them on her her Instagram. And within five minutes, I had one of her friends in another state contact me oh. for that. So you never know. It's like it's just another way to reach other people um, that you didn't post directly. So like just post and share. Yeah, no, absolutely. So if you're listening to this and you know a military spouse business owner, go on your LinkedIn, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, and just share, share and say, hey, my friend has a shop or my friend is a military spouse business owner. I mean, we have the highest underemployment and unemployment rate in the country. And it is, it's, it's, I, I can't even fathom how we got here, how we got this far. And so just sharing can really make a difference in a military spouse's life. Um, so if you're listening, do both. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about um, one person who maybe has inspired you in your life so far and why. I would honestly have to say, I can't just say one. Um, it's my parents. Oh, All my life. They've just, they've worked so hard for me and my brothers. Um, you know, I, they were born in the Philippines. Like I said, my dad, would, he joined the army before I was born. Um, even now that they're retired, they still help us and our kids whenever they can or whatever they want to do um, and other people. My dad, my dad's always working on something or helping someone. Um, I remember when he retired, he was kind of just retired for about six months and he went back to work. Um, and then he did contract work for several years after that. Um, they just, he's just always been a hard worker. And my mom, um, she just always made us feel so safe. Um, when we little, like being a military dependent and now a spouse are two different worlds. Oh yeah. And um, I have so much more respect for my mom. Just thinking back to my childhood, like, she did such a great job at keeping things together. Mm -hmm. So like if my dad was deployed or TDY and she was stressed, I never felt that. Yeah. So I just, I have so much more respect for her. So I definitely get my drive and my passion for working hard and just putting family first from my parents. And I'm just so thankful that they just set that foundation for us. Oh my God, this whole, listen, y'all need to grab tissue. There needs to be a disclaimer on this entire episode that says grab a tissue yeah. I, 
I know I love that. I'm a military kid too. And I actually wrote an article. Like you said, it's completely different when you're a military kid and you're a spouse and you don't really realize the intricacies and the inner working of trying to navigate and keep things homey and warm and supportive as a spouse. As a kid, you're just like, maybe I'm mad because I move, but I really like that I have a new room and I can redesign it. Or, you know, you can, you have new friends and you're learning new things. And there's, there's a lot of uh, sadness that comes with that, but there's so many things I will say. I love being a military kid. I'm so glad I had that life. I, I truly am because it really afforded me experiences and people and opportunities I've never had before. And I'm sure you can attest to that as well. Yes. And so, seeing it as a spouse now and you're like whoa because i feel alone and how am i supposed to make this work and you know i i love that you um you say your parents inspire you mm -hmm. so okay <laughs> let's move on to kind of final thoughts back to social media what types of resources would you share with military spouse audience or a spouse who's maybe just starting or a spouse who feels overwhelmed with trying to be on every platform with social media. What are some two or three tools that um, have worked for you? Um, well, this is more, um, this is for the male spouse business owner. Um, a few years ago, I was invited to join, um, before it was called Facebook Leaders Network. Now it's MetaBoost um, Leaders Network. It's a group on Facebook. Um, you actually have to apply for that one. Um, there is a link um, on their page, so it's Meta boost leaders network um but there's also another one that's called um meta boost that's public um that anyone can join um so for us that's just been such a great resource and tool um because it's specifically for small business owners so they provide tips um and they answer lots of questions and and just all things small business and it's not just Facebook people it's actual small business owners and they'll share um, tips and tricks on their business um, and everybody's just so helpful um, you know I, I actually we got locked out of our Facebook page um, last or actually the beginning of this year um, we we are licensed with University of Oklahoma and Oklahoma State University to sell products with their logo on it um, and my Facebook page got shut down because it said someone would had reported us for trademark and I was oh. devastated. It was, it was awful. It was like a four month long ordeal. Um, and I, when that happened to us, I learned it had happened to a lot of people yeah. that I knew and there was nothing they could do about it. They just, they lost it. Like they lost their page. Um, but because I was in this, this leaders network group and I had a contact, I was able to reach out to them and they helped me with the process of getting my page back. So that's a very unique situation. Yeah. But yeah. these leaders network groups on Facebook are, are great. Um, they're just great resources. Um, they have a conference every year also, which is different um, motivational speakers. Um, and I remember, I think it was last year, they actually had Magic Johnson as, as a, as wow. a speaker, which is really cool. But um, it just motivates you to just, you know, things that you can do to stay on track on your small business journey. Um, but also look into local groups or pages in your area um, to network or advertise in. We are part of um, this Oklahoma City um, women's group. Um, 
there's a lot of small business owners on there. It's been a great resource for us. We've we've gained a lot of um, business from women that in that group have gotten referrals for things that we need, and we just we have a presence on there. And and you know, in our local groups, it's like when people are asking, "Hey, I need a cutting board," we get tagged. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I think for a really good tool is to to see about those those meta um, business groups. Um, that that's just been a great resource for us. Yeah, it's so scary to hear about your, and it's crazy that it's scary, like because it's it's like we've worked so hard on this page. We have so many followers that are actually engaged. They love what we're doing, and it. Yeah, I've heard horror stories about Facebook pages. So I'm glad you got it back. I'm also part of the meta boot. Uh, Meta Business Leaders Network. So I'm in there too. I love everything that they do and it's really good and it's free to apply. Yes. And the application is really easy. So if you're listening to this, you should definitely go and join it, just like she said, because it is a great place and it's a it's almost it's a great community to have on top of the military spouse community. And I think a lot of times spouses forget about the local networks. Um, because they're so focused and we're just naturally we gravitate towards the Facebook groups because we don't have a grass. We don't have roots somewhere. Mm -hmm. So the local networks are amazing. And you're right. They can really help build your business up in that certain area, especially with the tagging. And when you do good work, people just talk about it. Yeah. So I, really love, I love those referrals. So any final thoughts, um, you know, thinking about, you know, military spouses who are starting businesses and, um, you know, just want to get started or somebody who wants to do products or engraving like you, any, any final thoughts on that? Um, like I said, just, just get started. Um, you just, you want to just get your name out there. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Um, just connect with people, um, use your local community and it just, it grows. And, you know, things don't happen instantly. Like uh, for us, it's our business has grown over five years, but for us, it's like staying consistent, um, being active, being uh, personal. You know, they, they want to, they want to know you. They want to know the person behind the brand that you're, you're real and they just, you know, customers open up to you and they build relationships with you. And, you know, it's just be, just get started and be you and yeah. be helpful. I love that. Get started, be you and be helpful. Yeah. And I think that's a perfect segue, Chriselle, to wrap up our time together. It's been really, really great meeting with you, learning more about your business. Tell us where we can find you on Facebook and Instagram. What's your handle? Uh, Sweet Pineapple Shop on Facebook and then on Instagram, it's sweet SWT pineapple shop. And, and website, oh, go ahead. <laughs> website, obviously that's not done yet. It's sweetpineappleshop.com. So hopefully soon. And any things that you have coming up that we should be looking out for? Um, we're getting ready to post Father's Day stuff. Um, yes. After that, um, it'll actually be back to school, which is crazy because they just got out. But I, I, I've already had people asking me for back to school signs so oh. we'll start posting that too but Perfect. it is summertime so we're not as active in the summertime obviously because it's we we have we want to spend time with our kids and also my husband's on a crazy 
TDY schedule right now. Um, so our, our time together is really valuable. Obviously, he's going to be gone a lot this summer. So we'll have some breaks in between so we can spend time together. And that's the other great thing about being a small business owner is you can set your schedule. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> don't be yeah. afraid to tell people that you're taking a break. You're exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like, you know, telling them that you're taking a break and having that expectation gives you the space to for more creativity, actually, when you shut everything off and you have to put your family first. So absolutely well thank you so much for joining us today and thank you guys for listening absolutely make sure to tune in next time and for now Chriselle, thank you so much for being here we'll see you guys later bye